0: In this episode, we talk about the one skill that will change your life. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaves. Big changes, big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaves, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at one skill, one single skill that if mastered, if you put time into, if you work on it, will change your life. I can guarantee it. It is quite possibly the most important skill in the world. It's something that um, once you hear it, you're going to say, oh, duh. But uh, we never really think about it in the way that I think that we should. So in this episode, we're going to be going over that. Now, before we jump into it, I do want to remind you that there's another podcast I think you should check out. It's called The Great Man Within now, the purpose of the show is to create a space for men to have the kinds of conversations that we all sort of desperately need to have, but we maybe don't know we need to have them or maybe we don't feel comfortable having them. Things like about our sex life, career, our finances, our success, uh, what we want to be in the world. They're conversations that we all sort of feel the pressure of. But for whatever reason, we never really talk about with the people around us. The great man within is that. It is that space for us to have the conversation and unlock the great man within us. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to or if you know somebody who should listen to it, do a quick search for the great man within on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe today. So one skill that will change your life I spoke in uh, last week's episode about the skills that school taught you that you didn't realize they taught you. One of those skills was the ability to communicate ideas clearly. And this, my friends, I wanted to expand on because this is quite possibly the most important skill that humans have. Your ability to communicate is the distinguishing factor between success and failure in most goals that you might go after in your life. And I know that sounds like hyperbolic. It sounds like I'm being a little ridiculous and, and exaggerating, but I, that that is the truth. We are social creatures. We live in a society together. We have chosen to live with neighbors, with family, with whomever in our lives. And unless we can communicate with those people, we're always going to be misunderstood. And that's the most minor potential outcome, right? Your inability to communicate clearly is holding you back in more ways than you realize. Let's look at your work life. So you are at your job. Maybe you have a great idea for something. Maybe you don't necessarily have a great idea, but you have questions. Maybe you just started and you're not sure what to do. Whatever your situation at your job. Your ability to communicate that and make your thoughts clear to the people that need to hear it is what's going to change the situation. Your ability to ask for help and clearly communicate what it is you need help on. Your ability to share that idea in a meeting. Your ability to, to communicate the depth of that idea. Your ability to communicate what a customer said to you about the business. All of these things, if you screw up the communication part, It never gets transferred. And that's ultimately why this is so valuable. Because unless we transfer information, no no one else can act on it. It just stays in our own head or in our own feelings and emotions. The transfer of information to other people, whether at scale in a one-to-many environment or one-to-one, that transfer of information and context is what allows things to happen. It allows other people to act on the things we need from them. It allows us to get the things that we need. This is true for work, relationships, fitness, nutrition, etc. If you set a goal and you really need somebody to hold you accountable, but you can't clearly communicate that that's what you need and you can't clearly understand who it is you want that help from, then you're not going to get it and you're going to fail at that goal. So this is the number one skill that I think people need to develop more of, that ability to clearly, clearly communicate ideas and thoughts and feelings with the people around us. I think if we can develop more of that in our lives, we'll have a much easier time getting what we need, providing uh, what others need for them and accomplishing the goals that we want. Now, when we get back, we're going to look at how you can develop this skill, how you can get better at communicating ideas. Stay tuned. Remember back when breakfast cereal was your secret weapon for starting the day off, right? You'd wake up Saturday morning watching cartoons and you'd have a big old bowl of whatever your cereal was just right there. Well, then you grew up and realized that bowl of cereal was basically a bowl of sugar. It's full of sugar, excess carbs, and stuff you just generally should not eat, especially if you are older, because that stuff is just going to crash you. It's going to spike your blood sugar and then crash you, and then you're going to have no energy for the rest of the day. Well, that's why this episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon, a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero sugar 12 grams of protein, and only, only three grams of net carbs in each serving. That is bananas. Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics. You've got cocoa, fruity, frosted, and of course, blueberry, plus a variety pack that lets you try them all. Now, my favorite flavor is cocoa. Uh, probably because I loved Cocoa Puffs as a kid. So being able to have that experience without all the negatives like that is class for me. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to recreate the taste and texture of classic sugary cereal. But it tastes so incredible that you'd never guess it was healthy. It's keto friendly. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So whatever your thing is, it's got you covered. And quite frankly, you just have to try it to believe it because it truly does taste amazing, but you you can't know that from just listening to me. So here is what you need to do. Head over to www.magicspoon.com slash tiny, that's T-I-N-Y, www.magicspoon.com tiny to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code, T-I-N-Y, at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, they're just gonna refund your money, no questions asked. So head over to magicspoon.com slash tiny, T-I-N-Y, and use the code tiny for free shipping. All right, we are back and we are looking at the one skill that will change your life. Before the break, we talked about how our ability to communicate is what enables us to make progress in our life. That, in my opinion, is the most important skill and it's the thing that, if you spend the time to work on, can be the most valuable to us. So how do we actually do that? How do we spend that time, right? Let's say you're sold, you're in, you wanna do this, you wanna develop this skill set. how do you actually make that happen? Well, there's three things that I think are important here. And I know this is difficult, Um, It's not an easy skill to develop. It's not something that comes naturally necessarily. Uh, It's something that you really have to learn and practice. This is why the greatest speakers in the world get paid a lot of money to do that because it's not easy. It's not just standing on a stage and saying words. It's clearly communicating. And that is a different thing. This is why managers get paid as much as they do. This is why CEOs and, and so on and so forth get paid as much as they do outside of the the other issues that I won't get into. But a part of it is that they, they have this skill set of clearly communicating. So how do we develop it? Well, the first thing you need to think about is... Your thoughts. So spending more time thinking. And I know that sounds a little weird, right? Because the goal is to communicate more. The goal is to be better at communicating. And so you'd think, why should I do this internal thing, which is spending time thinking in order to develop an external skill set? Well, here's the thing. For many of us, the reason we don't communicate clearly is because we haven't actually put that much thought into what it is we're trying to to say yes we know the thing and in our head it makes a lot of sense but as soon as we open our mouths to try and match real words that mean things to people to the abstract thoughts and images in our head all of a sudden we get stuck and we fumble over our words and we get frustrated because we can't quite get it out and then we say something that isn't quite what we mean and then all of a sudden we've now communicated the wrong thing. So our internal conversation with ourself drives our ability to communicate externally. And the more time we spend thinking and thinking deeply on topics, the more clearly we'll be able to communicate it to others. So the very first thing you need to do if you want to become a much more clear communicator, is to think deeply more often. Schedule that time. I don't know when it's going to be for you. It might be when you're on the toilet. Like if that's when it needs to be, then that's when it needs to be. For me, it's often shower, which I know is sort of a cliche. I also do it when driving or right before bed. I rarely take time out of the day to do it, which is something I should do more of. But the point is find that time and just start thinking. And, And this is... Easier said than done. This is not something that feels comfortable because we're all sort of wired to just go, 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 go. We're all wired to react to everything around us. And so we're spending very little time in our head. I did an episode a while back on the, the power of quiet and why quiet was such an important part of our lives. And that is true. And that is this. It's about thinking. It's about giving yourself the space and the room to, to go deeper on something in your mind doing this will make it easier for you to do this it'll make it you'll get better at going deep on topics and at uh, communicating ideas to yourself because you'll be able to get more clear you'll be able to work out what the right words are what the right feelings are so on and so forth and what you truly think about something so number one is spend more time thinking Number two is to start writing more. Now, I know if you don't love writing, this this one might be a little bit hard uh, because you're going to be doing it a lot. But writing is like there's a reason there's that whole like cliche quote from however long ago. Like it's an extension of the mind. The pen is an extension of the mind. The ideas you have flow through you and through your hand into that pencil or pen and onto that sheet of paper. Writing is the first way to get an idea out and clearly communicate it in a way that makes sense to other people. And I say it's the first way because it's the one that allows you to go the most in depth. Right. You can start speaking but speaking isn't as precise. Speaking doesn't give you the space to think and consider your words and test things and change them. Speaking is one and done. Writing is a process. And so by starting to write more often and write about the things you think and the things you feel, and this can be done through journaling, but by starting to write more often, You put yourself in a situation where you get better at matching the images and feelings and ideas that are in your head that just sort of they don't really fit together, but in your head they do. You get better at turning that into language, turning that into something that makes sense and communicates to the people around you. And that is, quite frankly, the biggest jump, getting it out of your head and into something that makes sense to other people. That is difficult. And that's why writing allows you to get better at it, because it slows down the process. When you're speaking, your brain has to just sort of latch on to the first thing. And then sometimes the word's not there. And so then you pause and you're like, um, um, uh, no, I can't quite remember the words. It's on the tip of my tongue, like that whole thing, right? Like that happens because your brain is just reaching for the first thing that pops to, mind to explain the thing you're trying to explain simply because you don't have the practice of clearly communicating. And because you don't have the practice, you haven't slowed that process down. You haven't allowed yourself to get better at reaching for the correct words. Writing allows you to do that. So the second step is to write more and write specifically about the things that you think and the things that you feel. And then finally, the third step, the third step to improving this skill, your ability to communicate, is to stop consuming more than you converse. Now, this is something that I picked up in college, in art school. We were taught to critically consume things. And so we would be watching Pixar films for direction choices and color and how they animated something and and whatever it is. Right. But we're looking at the piece from a different lens than just a consumer. And the reason this is important isn't actually like it's good if you're an animator and you're watching Pixar and you're trying to figure out how they do this, this and this. Right. Like that's a good thing to learn, like a skill. But the more important piece is to learn how to think about something. One of the best ways to do that is to have a conversation with that thing, to go back and forth, to have something happen on screen and pause it and ask yourself, why did they do that? How did they do that? What did they do that for? Like, what was the reason here? Like really just going deep and having that conversation and sharing what you think about it. This is why things like book clubs get so popular, because it's about sharing the the thoughts and the feelings and the ideas that come to you from the thing that you are consuming. So point number three, you should still consume. I consume a lot. I consume more than you probably think I do. I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I never watch YouTube. I I don't listen to music. I just work all day. No, that's nonsense. And I don't know personally anyone who actually does that. I think it's largely just nonsense that people put on Instagram because they want to look cool. I consume a lot of stuff, guys, a lot of stuff. I listen to way too many podcasts. I watch way too many YouTube videos. I always have something happening in the background. Why is that? Because it gives me a very large pool of things to pull from. Numerous episodes of this show came inspired as a response to something that I watched on Netflix when I was hanging out with Rachel. Like things spark ideas for other things. Ideas connect in a lot of ways. And so when you learn to consume critically and approach things from a conversational point of view, you also learn how to think more deeply on things. And ultimately that improves your ability to communicate. So to recap here, as we close out this episode... The most important skill, in my opinion, is your ability to communicate clearly with others, whether that is ideas, things you need from them, feelings, whatever it is, your ability to communicate clearly affects everything else in your life. And if you want to develop that so that your life can go a little bit smoother, then first you need to spend more time thinking, you need to go deeper in your mind. Second, you need to write more often and slow down that process of turning ideas into words so that you can get better at it. And then third, you need to stop just consuming and start having a conversation with the things that you consume. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Greg Clunas. If you are new here, be sure to click subscribe wherever you're listening to this. That is the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. And it's a a good way for me to know that you're enjoying this. So click subscribe wherever you're consuming this. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.